0: Folks, you are listening to Train wreck tonight. To get even more involved in the action, check out our YouTube page and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all the latest train wreck sports broadcasts. This train never stops. Let's go. You
1: don't, you stop, don't, stop, you don't, stop, you don't stop. Follow me.
2: grow diet soda flows and what you take magically regenerates
1: on supermarket shelves
0: Folks, welcome back to a brand new episode of Trainwreck tonight. We are getting close to 200. We are at 196. Joined by Maniac, I'm your host at Generdale, and we got a ton of special guests tonight. We got Rebecca Thornberg, we got Joe Licata, and we got Trainwreck Sports Zone and two goalie one mics, Dwayne. So we got a ton to talk about Super Bowl fallout. You know, you know you know, what Joe is going to be talking about tonight with Tom Brady, and then also Dwayne going to be going off about the Buffalo Sabres and the situation going on in the NHL right now. Show sponsor, Manscaped. Get to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Promo code TRAINWRECK. I mean, Maniac, look at this. Look at this beautiful box they sent over to my house. Have you seen the chat so fired up about something, Al? I mean, one season ends, the Bills season comes to an end, but now it's manscaped season here at Trainwreck Sports. We're going balls to the wall, promo code Trainwreck, right, Al? Yeah, I, there's some things I've never heard of. Ball toner, uh, foot duster. I didn't know, foot duster, you have deodorant for your feet? I mean, I guess that's something I could use. Yeah, well, listen, we could all use a little deodorant from our feet now and then and Make sure you get it done at manscaped.com. Again, promo code trainwreck. And speaking of get it done, Al, I mean, I hate to say it. Tom Brady, he did it again. He did it again. Uh, I cannot believe it, to be honest. Um, I'm still, as of right now, I'm still pissed at myself for fading Tom Brady, being the square, taking the Chiefs. When Tom Brady's an underdog, and when the public's against him, that's just that's just not right. You know what I mean? It's something that I never should have done. I, I totally regret it. I mean, I was on the under. But it's just, yeah, very disappointing to not be on the right side in that game with how how shitty that game was. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And the one thing I'd say is that even if you thought that Kansas City was going to get blown out, nobody had Patrick Mahomes not scoring a touchdown and that Kansas City offense not scoring a touchdown all game. Tampa Bay defense literally, for lack of a better term, just went 86 Bears those last couple games of the playoffs. They were un, you know, unstoppable. They were getting penetration up front, and they were making it easier for Tom Brady in that offense, no doubt. Yeah, and like you said, no Chiefs touchdowns, zero points in the fourth quarter from both teams combined. Uh, I mean, the under was just the freest of money with a total of 40, 40 points. And I think the reason why I feel so stupid, too, is just because I didn't even really take into account the Kansas City offensive line injuries. I mean, Mahomes was running for his life all game, all game. And I just, yeah, just pretty depressing. Eh, that's how it had to end. But Tom Brady with uh, big number seven. And we got some, you know, big time guests tonight that want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of someone that's not depressed about it at all and is on cloud nine, let's bring her in here. We're talking at Becca Thornburg. Thornburg. I mean, it,
3: cloud nine times seven now with the seven Super Bowl. Literally, it's just so wild because starting in March when he left us, Tom Brady, it was like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. Like, what are we going to do to the Super Bowl? Where it was just so inspiring to see him get number seven and just how good he looks, how well he played and how he literally took that seven and nine team and made them Super Bowl champions. Like, it's just the story. Oh, I, I can't talk more about it i'm so happy as you could tell he's just my dude and i grew up with him love him through and through i know you guys hate him like absolutely hate him which i think is hilarious i mean he cheated So like like he did it he did it there's no facts to okay. support Gate. i'm sorry i show them to me and i'll believe him. but there's zero there's there's none
0: Okay, we're, we're how were would you say by ratio you were three or four times more excited for Tom than than Gronk or was it equal? What was the what was the elation there?
3: Okay, so when Tom Brady left us, I kind of understood because he needed more money, we had no receivers, and he wasn't going to get it done here. Let's be real. We went to three Super Bowls, we didn't have any money left for him. I get it. So I was like, "Okay, I love you. Continue." <laughs> But I wish he retired with us and just rode off into the sunset after the Ram Super Bowl. With Gronk, it was kind of like an inside baseball situation, which I didn't appreciate. It was like in April, he goes, yo, Tom, I'm joining you in Tampa. And I was like, excuse me? Like you retired and now you're coming back because Tom's in Tampa? Like, I don't know. I just had a bad taste in my mouth with Gronk, even though I do love him. It was just, dude, what are you doing? You know, I didn't like it. And then, of course, the season, and he opens his mouth and he's just so hilarious and he's so cute and he's so like Gronk. He's just hilarious. You can't hate him, you know? And he played amazing. Two touchdowns for the Super Bowl. How can you hate on him? He is well, the what best. The, what the ahead. hell
0: did happen with Gronk in that Super Bowl, Al? Because the Gronk we saw all season long, he was slow as molasses. He had no boost off the line. All of a sudden, I was watching like 2011 Gronk out there. Right? How did we not take Gronk first touchdown? I mean, yeah, all no of you, that, when you I, see him going in untouched, that's a pretty heartbreaking no bet. Yeah, oh my god, because you know, I, you know, I was taking Dawson Knox all year long, and just I, I've been riding that tight end train, and with him to score two touchdowns, and you saw the guys from Tailgate Beers did a hundred dollar <laughs> bet for Gronkowski to score three touchdowns would have paid out ten thousand dollars. Oh, I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, that was that was heartbreaking. Like, honestly, like they had that. What with they had that five minutes into the second quarter with just one more touchdown 10 G's. Oh, yeah. 10 G's well,
3: being Buffalo guys. Are you guys pro Gronk or are you guys? Because I feel like I've heard two things with Buffalo fans You're either, yeah, I like Gronk or absolutely not. Don't like the, him at the all. biggest anti blip on
0: Gronk's radar was the Trey White incident for sure. When, when he piled drive yeah. Trey White's head into the thing, yeah. gave Trey White a concussion. It was. I think. I think if Trey White like didn't have like any like things seven from it, it would have been as big a deal. But it's hard for you to say that you support Gronk when Trey White is such a crucial part of the Bills and who they are, because you're basically going against that. I think everything. But if you if you could eliminate that event, then yeah, I think everyone is basically pro Gronk. But that was pretty huge, Al. And yeah, maniac. You saw the article on TrainwreckSports.com that our guy Wolf put out. You know, he would welcome Gronk back to Buffalo in open arms. And Becca, there were a lot of haters. A lot of people were commenting on that tweet, on the article saying, hell no. And there's a lot of hate for Gronk in Buffalo. Great.
3: Right. And I think it's funny because he's literally from Amherst and we've done yep. a bunch of stories with him too, when I was in Buffalo. But from that play, people are like, nope, done. Screw you. You hurt our bills. I'm done with you. And that has been kind of shocking to me to talk to people that are just like, nope. He's from Buffalo, yeah, but he did that, no. I mean, how do you feel? How do you feel, Maniac? Our I mean, loyalty you- is very fierce.
0: It's like yes. our passion for the Bills is so strong that I'm not – like like there's no logical decision-making. Literally, that's what I would say. It's just if you did something that endangers this, the welfare, the well-being of this organization, then, yeah, we completely forget the fact that you were born and raised here, that you always – I mean, Gronk always represents Buffalo well, like whether you want to say it or not, he's always like, he's not saying like anything bad about it on a mainstream yeah. or anything like that. He always, you know, he always comes back when he can, obviously pandemics a little bit different time to be traveling doing that. But yeah, I mean, again, I would have to stay with the loyalty of Trey White, even though Trey White and I have a huge rivalry, as we all know, <laughs> I mean, he's very jealous of my muscles. I don't blame him. Sure. Um, but as that said, speaking of muscles, speaking of delicious food from the Super Bowl, Becca, how was that Super Bowl spread where you were?
3: Where did we go? We went to my friend's house. We actually got Chinese food, so it was kind of Chinese random. food on the Super Bowl. I don't know. We were feeling, we were super hungover too, so it was just oh, it was a Chinese food fun. type of day. We got buffalo chicken dip too, of course, but it was just it was. We got like six inches of snow too, which here it's kind of a big deal, but I know in Buffalo it's not. So monster we were, by the way, I was snooping around, but
0: we'll get to more to snooping in a second. But a little, I mean, I mean, someone had a you, you were out on a
3: rooftop this weekend. Was, it, was that the source of the hangover? I, yes. So one of my best friends, Katie, moved from Arizona. She we're all living in Boston. So she that was our first weekend home. And so we were like, let's go all out. And we got a little igloo. So we were still COVID safe. Gosh. And it was just us six in an igloo. And it was so. Fun just to be with her again and to be with the girls. Had a good time.
0: I mean, obviously we will, I mean, and it, you said with the numbers, six of you guys doing so safely, making sure that numbers, parameters, everything's adhered to. Right. Uh, love to see it, Al. I mean, things are moving. I don't want to I don't want to jump the gun, obviously, but it seems like numbers moving somewhat in the right direction. Yeah, but still it's still definitely a weird Super Bowl. Like, I mean, uh and it's you. like, you know, didn't do anything with, you know, no family parties, no parties in general, just stayed at home. So yeah, but you're for right. You
3: guys, like the crowd, when you saw the crowd, me and my friends were like, Why are there so many people in the Super Bowl? Are they not doing COVID restrictions? And then they saw it, it was like all the cardboard cutouts. Oh yeah. But it totally got me. It looked like real people for a second.
0: I could definitely see this year, like them doing alternate like cardboards every other seat because yeah like Al even when you remember with uh the Blue Jays games they would have uh stands full of cardboard cutout one person would be moving and it would make it seem like the whole thing was real yeah I agree with you on that it did look funky in the beginning that first like 30 to 60 seconds were like great yeah even Christy was like how many people are there I'm like I thought it was only 22,000 most definitely only 20,000 Speaking of numbers, before we let her before we let her ride off into the uh, New England distance here, we got to we got to bring up something here with Thurmer. Where is it? Green the brand. We are bringing up. If you haven't seen it yet, I mean, listen. Some of us, if you're from Buffalo, you might not love Boston. It might be a fair take, but if you have any interest at all, you got to check out the work that Aunt Becca Thornburg is doing. Check out these pronunciations of Boston <laughs> names from her father. We got the clip here. Let's play it. Sounds properly.
3: Gloucester, Gloucester, Worcester, Worcester, Leicester,
1: Peabody, Needham, Haverhill. That's the way you say him.
3: Oh my god! And that's the way you say him. Oh so- it. love- <laughs> it's like you say he's reading me a bedtime story. Well, that's the thing. And I was like, Dad, I need you to do this. Like, I had to convince him because obviously not many people want to go online. But I was like, Dad, just say him. That's all you have to do. Wrote it on a big piece of paper and he did it. And I was like... This is content gold, but that is literally like how he says them. There, there's no act like he has that accent twenty four seven. It's hilarious. Lester, Lester, Lester,
0: Lester. Glister, Wister. They're,
3: they're all the same.
0: I mean, Becca, I gotta I, before we let you go. I do gotta throw a little shade. I think that there has been a kind of a romanticizing of this Super Bowl by Patriots Tom Brady fans. They've kind of. Taking it as one of their own, but I'm gonna let you enjoy it. I'm not gonna call you out on that blatantly and put you on the on the spot there.
3: I will say I'm 24 years old. Tom Brady's been in the league 21 years. For me, Tom Brady and the Patriots are so synonymous. So when I say I'm a Patriots fan, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Like Tom Brady and the Patriots are very even playing field for me. So seeing him in the Super Bowl. He's my guy. That's my quarterback. That's who I want. I want him to be the goat of all goats, which he is. There's no discrepancy anymore. I agree. I agree. So for, I think a lot of younger, like my dad, my dad didn't want Tom Brady to win. He didn't even want him to go to the Super Bowl because he didn't want him to win with another team. Uh-huh. Where my See, that's my like, kind of Patriots. And I'm loving no,
0: Father
1: Thornberry no, right now. Tom
3: Brady is Tom Brady. How do you root against the guy? check lost this breakup. Can we admit it? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I am so angry at Bill Belichick. He really is. Oh, needs oh that's what Whoa. I like
0: to hear out of Patriots fans.
3: Like, where's our quarterback? Where, where's Jared Stidham? He barely even played at the end of the season when Cam Newton couldn't do anything. It just, right. I, I'm very angry at Bill Belichick. So this season, he better.
0: Wow. One more him. one more down here. He could be on the hot seat Al.
3: Oh, he already is on the hot seat. <laughs> he already is. He needs to prove it ASAP. Us Patriots fans are very impatient.
0: Can you imagine being like alive for twenty-four years of your life and having Tom Brady for twenty-one? And that's your team. I, I would be really worried about the longevity of my fanhood because I clearly it's all downhill from here. Oh yeah, like, one year at seven nine. Yeah. No,
3: no, I, I don't allow it. It's not okay. We need we need results. We need wins. It's all we're a winning franchise. Period.
0: Speaking of results, period, that's what you get when you follow at Becca Thornberg on Instagram, on Twitter. Make sure you're giving a follow. It's more than just Patriot stuff, folks. It's a lot of oh, good yeah. content, like the Gloysta, Woysta, Loysta you just saw there. Make <laughs> sure you're following Becca. Thanks for joining us.
3: Guys, this was so much fun. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks, Becca. Big fans
3: of Trainwreck Sports, too. You guys are awesome.
0: Good night now, Becca. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Oh, gosh. And who... Oh, no. <laughs> <And> <laughs> What'd you do? What'd you do? Oh, I don't know. Hey, who do we got next? And speaking of Tom Brady fans, <laughs> number 0001, zero, 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 one line it up right there.
2: What's up, fellas? How you oh, doing,
0: Joseph? What's
2: up, Joe? I'm doing well, doing well. Sports are back, so we have basketball practice today, so I'm happy.
0: Very nice, very nice. Before we get into the talk, Joe... Of all, all your Brady love and all your – and with due respect to the time and Tigers tuning in, your Brady boner, which probably hasn't gone away yet. Um, I do have to say on National Pizza Day, my pizza never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you, you making this pizza? <laughs> I love
2: – Al, I don't know if you know this, but I love getting text from Maniac, just random Sopranos lines or clips all the time. Incredible! I just finished Sopranos
0: for the third time a couple weeks ago.
2: I think I I think I'm at six. I just finished it last week. The and greatest it's, thing
0: it's, I've ever sent Joe was a, a parody version of a uh, Stan that I found that was only Sopranos quotes and somehow
2: rhymes perfectly. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, there's so many good one liners. It's incredible. I, I should really have a picture of Pio my hanging in my in my house, but I don't. We we should get you we should get you
0: on for sure for your office for your office time. Yeah, but but without further ado, Joe, we've come for the 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 beatdown of, of Brady. Talk. So give it to us. Where where what, what did what what were your thoughts on just seeing this whole season? Nobody thought he was going to do it. The 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 Vegas odds at the beginning of the season had them third, fourth, fifth in the NFC. I mean, what what can it, you say?
2: It's um. I mean, you guys know I, I'm a Brady guy. I'm a Brady fan, obviously. I, uh, a few years ago I bought a Sunday ticket so I could watch. Um, I would watch a lot of a, a lot of the Patriots games, and then I would watch all the all the Raiders or Bears games wherever Khalil was playing. So I was always following along. And then this year, um, the Bucks were on TV a lot, and, and but I, I watched every single one of their games. So um, it was cool to see them grow into what they were towards the end of the season. Uh, I mean, they struggled. They struggled at the beginning of the year. Nobody, I mean, people expected it, but nobody really expected what they were capable of doing. Um, so just to see them put it all together and really start to just trust Brady and let him really run the show, uh, after, especially after that bye week, it was awesome to see the way they they grew in it. Their, their defense is incredible too. I mean, incredible. I, say,
0: I mean, they had the greatest transformation down the stretch. They went from just like a average to slightly above average like playmaking defense all of a sudden you couldn't run for him on him for more than three or four yards of carry and that front was just straight ferocious
2: yeah I mean their front four is ridiculous I mean absolutely ridiculous I mean uh, JPP was playing out of his mind I mean even like the and Sioux was was rejuvenated it seemed like um, he was playing incredible Devin White is a player yeah. Um, and, People and were saying
0: that they're going nuts. Oh, Devin White's better than Milano. Devin White's better than Edmonds. Devin White is like a top three linebacker in the league now.
2: After oh, that, you know, after that run. He's unbelievable. And I, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really know who he was last year. Um, And then just watching all their games this year, I'm like, wow, who is 45? He's unreal. And then Antoine Winfield Jr. on the back end, too, has been, you know, he played very well. Most definitely. My, my question for you, Joe, this would have been... A
0: perfect opportunity for Brady to ride off into the sunset. He outplays Mahomes on the grandest stage, something that people didn't think he could do. Once you know Mahomes got that Super Bowl, um, you think he really has another one in him. Like I, I hate to say it as a Bill saying, because obviously we're optimistic now that our team will be in the Super Bowl next year. Our team will be playing for a
2: championship. But can he really
0: keep doing this? Is there never going to be any kind of like significant
2: fall off? I think there there will be fall off eventually. I mean, Father Time is undefeated, but uh, he's got a hell of a battle on his hands with 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 Brady. Um, I mean, I, eventually, eventually, yes, he will go, but he's got gas left in the tank. I mean, he, his arm strength's all there. He everyone who's saying he's falling off a little bit with the arm strength, that's that's not. He's getting the ball out of his hands way quicker than he ever has. Yes, uh, his footwork is still incredible. His movement in the pocket's still incredible. He doesn't get hit. He he know, he doesn't take hits. So I mean, he's 43. He'll be 44 next year. I mean, he's got at least two, three more years playing at this level. I mean, he threw 40 touchdowns at 43 years old. That, that's insane. It's in, it's, insane.
0: Insane. it's insane, and they're and they're the, they have the third best Super Bowl odds next
2: year. Yeah, they're
0: nine they're nine to one to win the Super Bowl. It's what is it? Chiefs, uh, Packers, and then yeah, Bucks, and then yeah. You yeah. Have- I mean, if you were to if you were to
2: ask me to to bet my entire savings account on. Um, Will he win one more, or will he win zero more? I'd probably bet that he'll win one more. If I had to, if I had to, I, how do you bet against that guy? I
0: mean, yeah, that that's a fair bet. I mean, and one that a fair question, and one that Al Al has been asking himself numerous times over uh, the yeah. last thirty six hours.
2: Listen, I'm not a gambling man, Um, but I would have stayed away from that game. But mm-hmm. honestly, if I had to, I'm putting it all on the bucks. I, I would have put it on the bucks. You can't bet against to go can't bet against him can't do it
0: no and then what and he won't and the the nfc south you got to think is going to be a little bit easier next year
2: no breeze the funniest
0: thing too was coming into this year like we talk about the odds being off they were like seventh to ninth favorite to win the title obviously not a top five but they were underdogs in the division and they lost the division like Mm -hmm. they, they won the wild card i mean uh so I mean, it's just all very befuddling. I will say the one good spin zone for the bills and, and really for the rest of the AFC East was that there was always this talk that like the Patriots just dominated a down AFC East, a mediocre AFC East, one that was just never able to put the team. The proof is in the pudding. Brady just can beat any team when he goes out there any day. And that's just a fact. Right. That's just a fact.
2: Right. And I think I've told I've said this to you guys before, and it, it's kind of a weird mentality, but it's a great, it's a great, um, it's a great excuse for, for the bills for, for 20 years of, and I don't mean to offend anybody, 20 years of bad or of a bad organization. just Yeah.
0: I, I, I would spew three to four years ago before they, you know, did that, that when you factor in the Brady factor of like never being able to win the division, basically when he was healthy for 16 games, which is fair, that would have been any division. It would have, it doesn't matter where it was. I mean, honestly, the Sabres drought is way worse, way worse, not even yeah. close. Yeah, yeah, it, it well, is
2: because yeah. you can look at the Bills and say, okay, the greatest football player of all time, arguably the greatest ben Belichick, So the greatest head coach or right.
0: QB combo in history.
2: Right. And they're in your division for 20 years. Yeah. You, yeah. You've got an excuse. You've got a built in excuse. So I like Bills fans, Bills fans hating Brady. I understand it, but it's also just a little weird to me. It's all, it's a, it's a crazy obsession. So joe I, I'll, I've definitely flipped on that. Like I yeah. definitely was like, you know, a
0: few years ago, huge anti-patriot Brady, all that. Right. I've grown and I'll start to respect, respect the guy. I mean, dude, his social media videos. Oh, are you best. kidding me? Like the it's posting the video of him and Gronk when they're going back,
2: even the ones before, like they're just phenomenal. like who like who runs his social media thing? Is it a bunch I of think, I think he's actually relatively funny uh, on his own. <laughs> Um, and I think that he feels like he can let loose now. I mean, he's doing all these social media things. He's doing all these meat and just media things like the, the, the stuff of him sitting with Gronk outside and they are <laughs> giggling and talking about stupid stuff. Like when they were calling each other, babe, that was very relatable. Very yeah. Like relatable. he would never have done that, you know, five, 10 years ago when he was in new England, he just never would have done that. So I feel like he's let, let himself go a little bit, you know, Bruce Arians is, is that kind of head coach. I mean, he lets guys be themselves and, uh that's that's just who he is. So I, I think it's been awesome and really fun to really gain an insight into into him. But I will say, you know, for as awesome and like funny and great as he is, he's a psychopath. Like he's a psychopath competitive person. And you saw that on the Super Bowl when he wouldn't shut his mouth at uh Honey Badger. It's
0: like Jordan. Yeah. That, that's all that's all I needed. He is Jordan. And that would have literally, not- literally been the clip right yep. there. When Tyron Matthew got Jordan, his way, that's all he needed.
2: That's it. You're right. He's Jordan, but nicer to his teammates. Yes. Oh, man. What was that
0: one? I I, I forgot that one Chicago Bull on uh, 97 who Michael Jordan just killed. Uh, <laughs> was who was it again? Who was it? Oh, no. Oh, he just Save. killed him. He's like, make that free throw, ho. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Manscaped. Sorry. Before we go on, I'm in Kansas City, and I'm seeing Joe Licata doing his work on social media, trying to get high school sports back in the game. And then I refresh my Twitter feed two hours later. High school <laughs> sports are back in the game. How the hell did that happen,
2: Joe? I made, I made a phone call. I made a okay. phone call. No, I called Tony Soprano. He took care of it. No, uh, I don't know. But we, we got lucky. I mean, the the listen, everybody wants to hate on you know, politics and all that stuff. We got we got lucky. Um and there's a lot of great safety aspects in place. And, you know, the athletic directors across the, the state and and all the all the uh, people working for ECIC and in the New York Health Department and everybody. Um they found a way to make it work and realize you know it's in, it's important for these kids to be able to, to play and have an outlet and you know so I'm just happy it got to work. Most definitely. Well we are looking at covering I mean, let's face it. This
0: year, we had to take a step back and see what was what. What's you know what we can cover, and I know that in the discussion in Trainer Sports, we were talking about a lot more high school coverage going forward. Joe, so we might be uh,
2: pinging you about that. Hey, you guys got a spot over at 601 McKinley Parkway anytime you want it. Come cover a basketball game. Come cover a football game. Come on. Can I be?
0: Can I be in the middle
2: of the student section dressed as a tiger? We have we, and I'm not. I'm not saying this because I'm involved at the school. Obviously, we have the best student section in Western New York. So wow. like, that is big um, talk. That's big our talk. Court, our home court for basketball. It's an old school Catholic school. So it's like, it's an auditorium. So the odd seats go right up and up into the court. And then there's a stage on the other side. So we sit underneath the stage and the, the fans sit right across and it's just a soundboard. So our fans just get on everybody. It's, it's one of the best, one of the best things to – one of the best places to watch a game. Center Court actually said it's it's the best home court advantage in Western New York. I would love to experience that student section. It's incredible. It the really
0: pri- is. The pride that I took in high school to get the the Clarence High School student section fired up and to go to games and to be standing the entire time and be going nuts, I would love to see something like that. Yeah,
2: it's it's really incredible. You know, we're a smaller school and we're all boys too, so they there's just like a different brotherhood and different pride in that. It's it's different. I mean, I went to Will South, and and I, I love I, same. I loved my high school. I loved everything about it, and had a great high school experience. But this, I'm telling you, this is different. Wow,
0: I will say that you saying this is the number one student section in Western New York just unleashed a new kind of comment section. I love it. Ty B wants to get time McKinley comment, Parkway. That's okay. Kurt Helmser right. says, Joe, that's awesome. He's in an airport in Tampa Bay right now trying to you to school. Come on, Kurt. Okay, but hey, Joe, appreciate you signing out with us. Uh, any anything before we uh, before we let
2: you go? Uh, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, we'll, seriously, we'll get you guys out the time and whenever we're we're able to. Love um, it.
0: That sounds great, Joe. Thank it.
2: you. The
0: ultimate Elmo's ambassador. Keep an eye out for that review in season three. It's coming. There you
2: go. Love it. <laughs> Love it.
0: Let's go. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you. You guys. That's that. I mean, Al. It's another. It's another Brady championship. It's another one for us to digest. I mean, and real quick, back to the student section talk. I'm sure. I mean, we were at Clarence a couple of years apart. Were you at the game where uh, Ronkowski was playing for North? No. Oh my god, it was nuts. Yeah, I could imagine. The team was freaking loaded. Yeah. I mean, all, I mean, not not even just Gronk. I think they had the Barth twins. They're like was, so- was Gronk dunking? I can't remember. Who. He definitely was. But I don't know if he dunked at Clarence. Dude, all I, I, all I know, you know, like Zim obviously said, like, Gronk could just, like, beat him in a home run derby, which is, like, just ridiculous. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, he's I mean, one of the best home run hitters in college, in Brockport history. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was just, I mean, I remember going to that game and he was just such a freak athlete. So we've gone from Brady getting another Super Bowl, Gronk getting into the Super Bowl. We're a little upset about that. We're gonna talk some streaker talk on the other side of this because we still have to get we still have to talk about this streaker and this bet and all this talk. Okay. One thing that there's no wagering on. One thing that there's no betting against. The NHL has bungled this Sabres situation in a multitude of ways, and we're bringing on a guy who when the when the Saber when the Sabers do it to themselves, he's not happy. When when someone else does it to the Sabers, you can imagine how he is. Bring him in right now. It's, it's, it's Russell Dwayne. Dwayne, the floor is yours, buddy. The floor is
1: mine. Well, no, listen, look at that Look at that shirt. Yeah. Listen, you know, I, I threw on the Manscaped shirt. I know about the big deal, you know, big deal with, with, with Manscaped 20% off your purchase. If you use the code word train wreck. Awesome. Great. But what the real issue here is how long has it been since I've been on this program? <laughs> it's, like like it's like two months yeah it's garbage it's trash you mean this is this is garbage I haven't got my massage chair yet there's no pizza logs no mozzarella sticks all For that sure. Picasso's pizza being consumed I don't have a Picasso's pizza here in Tonawanda I don't know I gotta drive like 40 miles to get the one where is it
0: I mean you tell me Dwayne. you tell me it sounds like our yeah. handling of the of your Picasso's Went about as well as Gary Bettman's handling. Yeah, of yeah, the yeah
1: exactly. Yeah, let, 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 let me get me started on that. You know, I have zero issue, you know, talking, you know, criticizing the Buffalo Sabers. But when it comes to Gary Bettman, and Michelle, that takes me to a whole different level because me and Gary have a lot of bad history dating back to '99. Let's let, let's not even talk about that. Or, or or a few years later against Philadelphia, phantom goal. Let's not even talk about that. Gary Bettman. The the very moment Ralph Kruger, I mean, the very moment that five Devils players were put on the COVID protocol list, and then the very next day, Kyle Palmieri is put on that list, and you still think you should have played that game? It was still okay for Bill Daly to give the green light to the Buffalo Sabers to play that game, to the New Jersey Devils to play that game. I don't even hold that much ill will against the Devils. It's really the NHL that's the problem, and it, it. and the very fact that they greenlighted that game is an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. You had an entire year to watch how the NFL handled things. You had you, you were able to watch how the MLB handled things. And for real, like that's the, the, the first time this really this this happens where yeah. in between a, a a a home and home with, with this you know was it a, no was it a back to back no it was two and three it was two and three yeah. uh, two games and three nights. You're very, the very first time you're shown this problem, this problem, is you're confronted with this, this is how you handle it? Yeah, throw them out there. They'll be fine. It'll be all right. First off, there's so much more traveling in the NHL than there is in in, in football. There is, is there not? There's so much more traveling. Yeah, when you're playing games every three to four days yeah, yeah, and you're going yeah. to different cities, for sure. So much more traveling. You're so much more exposure to the public, to the general public, to different arenas, different facilities. Um, you're, in in my opinion, closer quarters than you are with the NFL. I mean, even even though the rosters are bigger, you're in closer quarters. The locker rooms are much smaller, especially the visiting locker rooms. It's just a travesty, man. It's it, it just – but, you know, the NHL had an opportunity here to re- really, you know, after the way things went in the bubble up in Canada for the playoffs, you had a good opportunity to piggyback off that and do very well with this. And honest to God, it's been an absolute dumpster fire, Bill Daly and Gary Bevin, an absolute dumpster fire. And the very fact that, you know, from the information that Bill Daly gave to Kevin Adams per his interview today, uh, his his press conference today with the media, he made Kevin Adams feel comfortable with playing this game when he greenlit it. You just had five players go on the COVID list. What do you mean? How could you feel comfortable with that?
0: And what they're doing, listen, I know the health of all the Sabres. I know the health of Ralph Krueger is paramount. And obviously, we want speedy, full recoveries for all of these guys. But poor fucking Kevin Adams, man. I mean, this guy is learning how to be a GM on the job. And he's got to balance dealing with the league. And they're, for lack of a better term, bullshit about how this was all handled. And Buffalo it. media, which by the way, is no like walk in Delaware park. No, it, you know, it literally when you have, when you have
1: people in the media like Paul and like Mike Harrington, for example, who are going to go for the jugular when it comes to things like this, you really want to make sure your eyes are dotted, your T's are crossed. And th- like, we just didn't like, if I'm Kevin Adams in that situation, and I know that five players, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to place any blame. I'm not going to place a ton of blame on Kevin Adams here, but if I'm Terry Pagula, if I'm Kim Pagula, if I'm Kevin Adams, I am telling the NHL, we don't want to play this game. You just had five players go on that COVID list. Absolutely not until you give us the information that makes us us feel comfortable that it's okay to play this game. And, and furthermore, now two, now two more games have been postponed. And I believe our next – I. I believe maybe cats you know i see him in the chat there can uh confirm i believe our next game is against the islanders yep personally it's supposed to be next monday but who the, who the hell knows at this they point had not, they, they, they had 15 total skaters on the ice today that's a joke that's a joke and it just it's not it's funny but it's not funny even with all of these players on the covid list jeff skinner still can't get in the friggin' top six on a three line in a three yes. line practice we it's talking- a three-line practice, he still can't get in the top six. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: Dude, we were just talking about that today in the in the family group chat, looking at those lines. Olsen, Eichel, Thompson, Sheehan, Stahl, Reinhardt, Skinner, and Poso. Uh, you can't make you can't make that shit up.
1: You can't. Like, like you know, this whole Skinner storyline has been an absolute disaster from the get. It's just it, it's it's mind-blowing that a guy who's paid to score goals, you paid nine Jack Eichel got this guy paid nine million dollars. An absolute truth. Without Jack Eichel, he does not get the contract he got. And the first thing we do last season is to take him off Jack Oggle's line. Okay, you had him on the second line. You're trying to spread out depth. I get that. And now this thing on the fourth line, it makes no sense. It still can't can't crack the top six. We're throwing Tage Thompson back out there because, you know, he's done so much. He's been a practice hero. Like, why not? Tage Thompson might as well be out there with a canoe paddle for all I'm concerned. concerned. I've never seen seen more stick handling – around nobody in my life during games. The guy literally overhandles the puck so much and gives it away almost every single time. He's a practice hero. He honest to God, he's playing himself out of the NHL again. And I don't even understand. Like I, Casey Middlestep be right back at the cat taxi squad. Once everybody's uh everybody's healthy and ready to play again. But with that being said, man, it's just, it's a travesty. Um, it's a disappointment. It's an embarrassment from the league standpoint. It, it's, you know and all these new rules remove the glass to, to increase airflow like you know virtual meetings like yeah that, that that that's the answer that's the answer to this or just maybe get stricter you know the nhl's response to the whole washington capitals thing co- players commiserating in the hotel lobby outside of like you know designated areas you know in, in the hotel four game suspension Fine, $100,000 fine. That's the way you're supposed to do it. That's how you lay the hammer down and let these players know this is not going to be tolerated. It's not going to be tolerated. Like, not this year, not a condensed season, not with the current situation of the world. No way. Absolutely
0: not. Going back to what you said, Dwayne, NFL is once a week. So that is a little bit easier to kind of just retreat to your home, you know, and then you're just going to the facility every day. I mean, you look at NBA – MLB and, and NHL. L. I mean, MLB was a huge issue that first month when uh, you know the Cardinals had like yep. three weeks of games canceled there because people were going to hotels. Back where the Marlins were on like their nineteenth pitcher, all that stuff. The NBA had a bubble, so the, so they they got it done. Now without the bubble, it's a little bit tougher, but basically we've seen that any league without a bubble or super strict policies has run into issues. So it's very surprising to me that Batman just wasn't a little bit more strict off the, off the jump here. Yeah. And Dwayne, when it comes to the NHL, how many teams now have been impacted?
1: I mean, it's well, if you give definitely. me a moment here, I'll pull it up right now. Just, uh, I mean, I, it's
0: not, it's definitely, getting, it, it doesn't seem like it's trending in the right direction. It seems like I'll it's see getting it right new.
1: now per, per, per Greg Wachinski from ESPN, friend of the program, two goalies, one Mike, we got uh t- teams, Buffalo, obviously, Dylan Cousins, Rasmus Darlene, Taylor Hall, Curtis Lazar, Jake McCabe, Casey Middlestead, Brandon Montour, Tobias Reader, Toby Reader, Rasmus Ristolainen, Half the friggin' team.
0: You I'm worried for, Al? Ba, 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 ba. Curtis! <laughs> Let's make sure Curtis. this guy is, is, is okay. Because, I mean, geez! Yeah. <laughs> to go minus four. Which Dwayne, yeah, what, five to six teams now in like kind of yep. like a holding in a strat- pattern? There's no way they're getting 56 games. It's it's not even a chance. It's not even a chance. No. It, it,
1: it, here, here's the thing. And they have refs, and from what I believe, what I've read, referees are crossing divisional lines from game to game. That's that ridiculous. No
0: so stupid. That's
1: ridiculous. Why not keep the same referees in the same divisions in the same geographical area? Or just ask, try try and localize your, your NHL refs and say hey these are the four teams you're exclusively covering these are the four teams you're exclusively co- exclusively covering and here are your covid protocols here's here's the rules you're supposed to abide by like i get it a lot of these kids on a lot of these teams you have kids in the team it's going to be tough to add, like It's a tough ask sometimes to ask, like, 19, 20-year-old kids to grow up that quickly. But when you're getting paid the type of money you are, you better grow up really quickly. You better man up, and you better start following these rules if you expect a full season to get played.
0: And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Are there any issues with Canadian teams? None. So that that
1: hockey has been outstanding to watch. Granted, and it sucks because you see Austin Matthews lighting up that that weak-ass Canadian division – really running down Vancouver every time they play them. And, you know, we got to sit here and just literally at a standstill, you know, the big, you know, it, 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 you know, it sucks enough that we can't play Toronto this year because, you know, the rivalry, Eichel, Matthews, I really thought it was going to bring the, Q, the QEW rivalry back to life again. If we don't get that this year. And now we're sitting here at a standstill. I got to sit here and watch Austin Matthews lighting up this weak-ass Canadian division. It sucks. It's absolutely terrible. The only positive I think that could come out of this is the fact that now you have a fully healthy Reinhardt. And I really don't believe Jack Eichel is fully healthy to start the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this gave him two weeks of really be at 100%. And maybe we see a whole different Jack Eichel coming out of here, even though he was leading the team in points anyway, not
0: at 100%. And, and, Dude, wait, I, 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 yeah, go ahead, Al. Oh no, go ahead cuz I got I got another topic. No, I'm just yeah, literally just going to wrap on the Sabres thing. I think all the factors go honestly in their favor, except for the fact that they've been, you know, obviously exposed to COVID. I'm not going to try and spin that as some kind of positive, obviously. But let's say they get a full recovery. They still have the nobody believes in us angle. They don't have to worry about the KeyBank Library emptying after one bad game. And yeah, they have a chip on their shoulder that for lack of a better term, the league screwed them over. The league oh, screwed yeah. them over now. And now they're playing against the league.
1: Here's my here's my one of my last points is it is an absolute competitive disadvantage for a Buffalo to play any team for the first two games, any team but New Jersey. Because you have all these teams that have been playing consistently for the last two weeks, have been practicing together, have been having team meetings together. You know, you know, you, you have your head coach. It's an extreme competitive disadvantage for both of these teams to play any other teams but each other. And, of course, the NHL, you know, muff, you know, muffs that punt too. It's That's a joke. Such a good point. Didn't even think about that. Competitive Sam. disadvantage. Coming from somebody who's played hockey his entire life, has coached it, you, you're not going to come out guns ablate. You're not going to come out the same team come Monday if that, is, if that is the first game, If unless we deal with another postponement. You're not going to be the same team. As if
0: you've been playing two weeks, you know, yep. two weeks straight. It's just, it's just it's a complete competitive disadvantage. So Dwayne, I know you were talking about the Leafs, you know, playing in that weak ass division right now, and weak ass goaltending. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. You look at the Oilers, Canucks, Senators. My God. The list goes on and on in that division. But I want to ask you, when it comes down to the playoffs, when do will the American teams potentially face off with that Canadian division? Like, is it like the the conference Finals, like when does that happen? You know, I think it's
1: after the first round, I I, I I could be mistaken. I think it would like I think they're they're trying to get through the first round, and I think I mean I, that's another th- question too. I'm not too familiar. It, it, it Will the playoffs be played exclusively in Canada again? Oh, will they come true. down here. Like, I I I don't know the answers to that, but it, I believe you would start to get because there's there's only I think there's only seven teams up in Canada. Yeah, like, that's true. It's only seven. Like you, you would you uh, you you would think. After the first round, they would have to come down here or we're going up there. Okay. So okay. Okay.
0: The top four teams in every division face off for the first two rounds of the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. And then after that, it's reseeded based on regular season point totals. So they're saying that could be like crazy. Like you could easily get like a Toronto versus Boston. Stanley Cup finals, like, if that happened, like, which would be absurd based on the rivalries the teams in the history. I mean, it really would be crazy. The original six teams. Wow. Yeah, so, it'd be crazy. So, Dwayne, when it comes to the, so I wanted to ask you this too, when it comes to the Stanley Cup, do you have any pre-Stanley Cup final predictions that you like right now? Any two, three teams that you're really liking how they've started to play this so far love, this season?
1: I love, love, love the Avalanche. They're, they're definitely a favorite. I mean, how can you bet against Tampa? Um, Even without... <laughs> yeah. Even without Kucherov, they're still playing lights out right now. Uh, And Toronto looks really good. But here's the thing: they're playing in that division. You know how are things going to shake out when they start? That's going to be the interesting thing. Is you have all these teams playing the same within the same division for fifty six games, and now you're going to finally get this a lot of this crossover. How is the Canadian division going to be able to handle that playing against? You know, I mean, not not not, again. I, I think the goaltending is so much better. In the States than it is up in Canada right now, it's going to be a lot tougher, a, 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 a much tougher task for any Canadian team, including Toronto. And granted, yeah. Toronto's look great, they've looked scary. Um, but again, that goaltending, I think the best goalie in that division right now is probably Markstrom, who's playing very well. But, you know, I'm not afraid of Freddie Anderson. I'm definitely not afraid of what's going on in Edmonton. Yeah. I'm not afraid. You know, I'm not. I'm not afraid of more than half the goaltenders in, in Canada right now. And talk about a wagon right now. How about those Vegas Golden Knights? Oh, that's another team too. Like it's just you know, uh, you know they have possibly the best goal goalie duo in the league right now with, between Leonard and uh, and, and Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. I, I I and I'm a big fan of both. I've always liked Flower. I, I you know. I, I, I have a, I have a friend in uh, Vegas right now. Um, and, you know, we were texting back and forth, and he, he told me that things with, with them have cooled down on flurry, And it's probably the smart move because you see what Buffalo's going through now with goaltending. You have one reliable goaltender and one unreliable goaltender. So it's probably good to have two studs in that right now, you know, much like the way, uh, you know, Vancouver was last season too with Thatcher Demko and Markstrom. You know, uh, you know what, what Columbus, uh, that's an, another team too. It, was, it It's an absolute soap opera is Columbus, uh, you know, with what's going on there. It took towards two friggin' games. To to bench Patrick Liney for a period and a half, yeah,
0: it's absolutely who didn't see that coming. Honestly, I I honestly, yeah, but like then you read a Harrington and you're like, if you Harrington literally tweeted this out today, he goes, if you think Buffalo's a mess, like you should see the soap opera going. I would love a soap opera where we've been in the playoffs for the last, yeah, like, 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 yeah, like I'm sure Columbus fans are frustrated with Tortorella. I think there was a lot of fallout last night. Due to the line A benching, but I mean, geez, is a, a friggin' winner, man. Like he gets results. Like it was, it was like it was like when Lindy Ruff did something in the late two thousands or the early two thousand tens. Like you had faith that the decision he was making was right because he had the resume to back it up.
1: Right. It, it's it's true too, you know. Um, with with, with, with Torts, there was a good story uh, when we had Steve Shields on for two goalies. One Mike, he's Stevie Shields. Uh, Torts was an assistant with Rochester at the time. And he got in he got Steve Shields' face after a shaky game. And he said, Steve Shields was like, oh, he was, he was berating me. He was telling me I was the worst goalie in the league, that I was this, I was that. And then at the end of the like, mind you, Steve Shields is like six foot three. Monster. Yeah. He's looking up at Shields. And he's like, he's like, Torts goes, do you have anything to say? Like everything, after everything I just said, he goes, well, I kind of want to knock you out right now, John. He goes, <laughs> says he says, no lie. He says, Torts put his finger into Shields' stuff. He goes, try it. <laughs> that's the guy, but that's torts. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like iron
0: sharpens iron. That's a fact.
1: It's true. And you know, I, I here's the thing with, with, with Patrick Line, the guy is a bona fide 40 goal scorer. He's going to score goals, much like Jeff Skinner. I think Jeff Skinner is much better defensively, but he's not he's not paid to play defense. He's he's paid the, he's gonna get paid to score goals. And if you know, this is like a preview of things to come for Patrick Line and Columbus. His contract is up for this year, he's gone. Hundred percent. He's gonna walk away from Columbus. They'll still have Ross. They'll, they'll still have Roslevic, which has been a great pickup for them. But I think Line's gone if things don't turn around. Either it, it's gonna be push, come to shove. It's gonna be either Tortorella or it's gonna be Line. A. And you know, if, if they don't make the playoffs, especially if they don't make the playoffs, it's definitely gonna to be Tortorella. I, I don't see him lasting there another season if they don't make the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah, I mean Columbus right now, they have the what the sixth best odds to win the central. With Nashville and Florida right ahead of ahead of them and then Dallas, Carolina, Tampa Bay. That's a pretty and,
1: you know, and some a lot of these divisions too, these weaker teams like Florida, it, it it's an advantage for them. It's an it's definitely an advantage for them. Obviously, you're not with Tampa in your in your division, but you know, where you're not having so much, you're not outplaying the tougher West teams. You're strictly playing within your division, you know, yeah. with the exception of our division, which is extremely tough. I think it's ours is the toughest division in all of hockey. Um
0: yeah. The it, mass mutual went underwent like the toughest transformation, right? Like we, so, we took away two easier teams and added two tougher teams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, it's, it's, it's insane. You know, um, you know, you have the devils, the Rangers who are struggling, um, but like I still don't think the Rangers are a bad team. They're fast. They're young. once they get, once they figure it out and get it together, you know, when when Quinn gets those guys all on the same page, that's gonna be a fun hockey team to watch. They have two phenomenal goal young goaltenders in that Jurev and Shusteyrskin. Shasterskin. Shushka... Um, um The Islanders are a absolutely train wreck, boring to watch team. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Stand it up. Broken, yep. broken, right
0: into his mouth hole. You know he's scared. watching this right scared. now, crying. And, he knows,
1: and here's the thing: he knows it. He absolutely knows it. <laughs> you know, you know. we I love, to, I love to pull the fake Long Island accent all the time in our in our group chats. You know, I'll I'll, I'll send the audio message, but you want to listen? Here, cats. Yup. You, you, you New York Islanders, they're a bunch of douchebags. Bunch of douchebags. Choking Sorokin. I can't wait till Jack Eichel, Jack Daddy Eichel, comes to Long Island and drags his nuts all over Barzell's face. It's going to be absolutely glorious, Cats, How you doing?
0: Seriously, <laughs> we are going balls to the walls against those Islanders. Dwayne, hey, 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 yeah. before, okay, go uh, I was going to say, before we let Dwayne go, I was going to ask him, does he think that the Sabres make a move or, or like, like, cause I know you've been pushing for a goalie for a long time. Dwayne,
1: I, I've been pushing. I, isn't it crazy that like, you see the moves this team made in the off season. And like, I've been critic, I've been critical and I, and I've applauded at Kevin Adams. Um, but, you know, you want you got Taylor Hall for one season. You want you traded for Eric Stahl. You want you got out of a, a penalty killing specialist and
0: Toby Reader. Um, Eakin and Reader have been good. But yeah, Bo- they, they, Sabers they, Twitter I, hated
1: Eakin and Reader for. The, for the two I, I, I was on the fence, I was more or less on the fence about Reader about uh, not Reader Eakin because I know about the analytics. I'm not a huge analytics guy. I'm I, like I'm a hockey guy. I, I I watch the games. I see what transpires. I get where analytics come into play, and I respect analytics. I know I. I I don't know analytics as good as you know the next guy, but I respect them. But like what like the expectation that people had for Eakin was so low. Yeah. Like coming into the season. And honestly, he has been somewhat of a breath of fresh air, depending on who he's been playing with. It that 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 has also played into it. When they put Ocposo down that line, it was an absolute train wreck. But in Akposo, honestly, he needs to go right back to the taxi squad. He can't keep up anymore. He's a fourth line guy playing eight, nine minutes a night. That's fine. But you know, Ralph Kruger for some reason has a love affair with Kyle Akposo and just gives him bigger roles that he doesn't that he shouldn't have. How great is the taxi squad, huh? How great is the taxi squad? <laughs> if the if the players, it's great. If the players that should be on it
0: stay on it. Um, i can't wait till we can start going out to events again and, and it's just like oh who's in our taxi squad looks like all <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right right. Like you're grabbing an uber yeah <laughs> definitely yeah, i'm the um, sure.
1: but yeah it's you know i can't i been, i can't wait to start going being able to go to a, go out for games again and are you guys are you guys itching to go to a game i am like i'm of course. It's, it's, i'm oh of anything like literally Dude. it's just been like
0: I'm oh. hearing the Washington Square is back. New yep. ownership. I mean, the things that I would do to go to the ownership. square at, you know, five thirty-six 6 o'clock on a Tuesday night and walk down to the game, I, want to, I would love to do that. But realistically, it's not happening.
1: I am absolutely ready to do a pregame show from the plaza in a blizzard right now. That's how much badly I just want to get as close to the arena as possible. I don't even care. It's just it, – it, it's, you know, I miss it so much. We're that's not going to games be- this year, right? No chance, no. I'm guessing. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, probably. I mean <laughs> – the only hope would yeah. be if if somehow the NHL keeps getting delayed because they are already talking about doing games in May. Like if somehow they get to June or July, like maybe there's potential there. I'd say.
1: Yeah, and again, it's, it depends on where what what teams are in the playoffs and where the games are being played. Too, I think if if that's the thing, if it's if we're looking at July, even August. Um, I think if you if you're playing those games in the South, like down in Florida. Yeah. I think we absolutely have fans, hundred percent. Very, very limited capacity.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, and we're we're, we're this Buffalo Sabers are back. President's Day, Monday the fifteenth. National TV at the KeyBank Center, seven o'clock. NBC Sports Network against, against the
1: Islanders. It, it's just it, it's a competitive disadvantage, man. It's not fair. It, it's just like another kick in the nuts to the Sabers. It's like here we're gonna put you up against a team that's been that hasn't been on pause for two weeks. It just makes more sense to me. It, it's 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 common sense if you ask me. Have those two teams just play each other again? Just have them play each other again, and, and just let them get the rust out, the kinks out. Like it's just let not them bite. Yeah, exactly. Like an extreme competitive disadvantage for both Buffalo and New Jersey to play anybody else but each other.
0: Cats can't wait. Yeah, and, and, the, I and the yeah the Islanders, they got a wacky schedule. I mean, they I mean they're playing. They played last night. They don't play till Thursday, and they play the so they played the Rangers last night, the Penguins on Thursday, the Bruins Saturday, have a night off, and then Buffalo Monday. Yep, it, it's that's just, so yeah. so there so Dwayne. I get that you're talking about like the the reps, the practice, and everything, but there's no advantage at all for the Sabers playing a team that's playing the third game in five nights versus a team that's two weeks fresh. Yeah, it's, um, I'm trying to turn it into a positive. I'm not, I'm not doubting you.
1: I mean, it's, it it really, I mean, if they're coming off a back to back, I'd feel like, I mean, no, like or two and three, I'd feel a little bit more comfortable, but I just don't see, like I I said this on the Crossing Swords podcast. I don't see Buffalo coming out victorious, at least in that first game. It's just, you know, if you haven't, you haven't been practicing with your head coach. You've been you haven't had your full four lines, your 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 three pair D pairings. It, it's just you know, you, you just can't take two to three it's gonna be what almost three weeks, right? It's gonna be almost three weeks. Yeah. You know, if, if everything goes according to plan right now and they stay to the same schedule. It's gonna be almost three weeks since they've played and like you you just can't just get that uh chemistry back like just like that you need a few practices and like you need you need you need time to gel together again and it's not to mention some of these guys who have been sick i'm assuming like i'm assuming it's just not like you know you know some so yeah, they're not just ready to go, they're yeah, exactly ready to go. yeah like ralph krueger is not just gonna hop in the bench like all right guys i'm ready to go like i'm sure i'm sure he's gonna be feeling the effects yeah. just as any player would you know i i haven't had covid yet not to my knowledge but uh you know I'd imagine that if I got COVID and then a, less than a week later was asked to go out and play in a, a National League a men's league game, let, let alone a National league, National Hockey League game, like I would be feeling the effects. My body would not be 100. percent.
0: No, I agree. That's going to be a uh, yeah tough road ahead. I mean, they, what they got to do? Looks like five games in a week coming off the uh, coming off COVID. So that's that's going to be a grind. Well, no, right away. Yeah, it's gonna be. And here's the thing: this is probably the
1: best team Buffalo's had in a while. You know, even though there's a lot to complain about, Jeff Skinner being at the top of the list, um, goaltending being second to that, uh, or they're interchangeable. Um, this has been probably the best team we've had in a while, and I just hope that you know there are more moves to come that we go get a goaltender. I know there was a lot of rumors and you know go you know floating around that Buffalo was in the in in talks without teams out west to to acquire a goaltender might me personally i'd be on the phone with columbus trying to figure out what it would take to get corpus out of columbus because that guy is an absolute stud i love his style as a goalie he's probably my favorite goalie to watch right now um or you know he was available he was allegedly made available for trade before the season started darcy kemper out of arizona another one of my favorites to watch the guy is huge he's he's athletic very fun goaltender to watch play. I've liked him since, ever since he played in Minnesota uh, when he was available to acquire from Minnesota. So getting either of those two guys in a trade, I'd be willing to honestly ship out quite a bit to pre- those two guys in particular. Anybody else? No, I'm not giving up a lot. But those two in particular, absolutely. Get those guys in blue and gold. All
0: oh, right, yeah, before, yeah. before we sign off here, because we wanted to talk about him, the Super Bowl streaker, Dwayne, how much would someone have to pay you? To streak at the Super Bowl, oh shit! You know
1: what's funny? Oh, when when Tristan first did it, uh, if you fi- if you pull up that side by picture, it looks so much like me, like it's not a joke. If I was ripped, oh that- the guy, yeah, I got you, yeah, yeah. Tristan, the first of the Bill Streaker. I actually got about ten different text messages that day asking if I was okay, if that and if that was me.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not I see that. I can see that now on a side. Yeah, I, 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 side yeah. I thought you were talking about our Tristan Funnel guy. I was like, did he do a photo oh, show? No, of you? but no. You're talking about the guy at the Saints the guy at the Bill's game. Yeah.
1: Freaked yeah. Out. yeah. I literally got so many text messages asking if that was me and if I was okay.
0: Um, That guy was like a celebrity for the next six months. He was doing like appearances. He was doing yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was super funny. I've met him a couple times.
1: Uh, you know, down, downtown. He's actually a pretty cool dude. But, you know, for how much it would cost to get me to go do it? Cash. Cash money suitcase waiting waiting
0: for you right after you get out of jail. After 24 hours.
1: Screwed out of that money,
0: didn't he? Well, so this is the rumor. Al, you see how he was saying he, like, betted or whatever? Yeah. I've heard heard rumors. This is just rumors that Bovada has deleted those accounts and taken back any available balance from those wagers.
1: That's a rumor I've heard. I heard it was because somebody blew up his spot. That Yeah,
0: well, what, if they find out that you had a role in making yeah, that happen, they will
1: absolutely void that bet. That's not oh, even 100%. a question. I, I can't even, Matt, dude. It, like, probably, honestly, it's got to be life-changing money because you're taking a chance. Give
0: me, to- give me an amount,
1: Dwayne! 500000 Okay, that's like changing money for me.
0: I think 500k is totally fair. Like, if you told them yeah, you can go yeah. get like a nice house, you just have to run out naked. Nobody's probably going to see you naked. Like, yeah, but
1: that's the thing too is like your take your chance of never being allowed to go to another football game again. That's true. You know I mean, that's the thing. So, it would have to like you know, I love obviously, I love the Sabres, I love the Bills too. I've been, I've been to a lot of memorable Bills games, but it's just you know,
0: chancing obviously, you're going to get caught.
1: Five
0: dollars and I out how much in <laughs> in the chat right now. We're winding down. We're in the final two minute warning at train wreck tonight. 196. Yep, how it. much would you have to be paid to streak at the Super Bowl? We're not, and that this guy didn't streak. You wore like what a singlet, like a that was oh, yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, shorts and a bra. Yeah, oh, that was Did that's like nothing. The like, shorts and a bra, like, I would do for like a hundred K. Like, who probably was, who is the announcer that
1: announced that uh, it wasn't the, Kevin, the uh, Kevin Harlan with the oh, that was amazing, man. it was really good, <laughs> totally amazing. We got a good value here, Mike Rotolo, 200 bucks. Yeah, oh, Mikey, Mikey, friend of the program, fellow goaltender, absolutely. Cool. Mike, Mike, I'll split the dip, we'll, we'll eat me and you 100 bucks. I'll do it. I don't care. We'll do it down Niagara Street right near my house.
0: Wow, you guys should both streak one of you, painted two goalies, the other one, one Mike, <laughs> right. <laughs> Ass-cheek to ass-cheek. Who cares? <laughs> oh, my God. Cat Surprise making it happen. But, hey, shout-out, everybody, for tuning in. Shout-out for everybody joining. Becca Thornburg, Joe Licata, 16, Dwayne S, 39. Dwayne, any shout-outs before we get out of here?
1: No, just uh, we got a lot of, uh, you know, good programming coming up on two goalies. One, Mike, a lot of good athletic interviews. And uh, hopefully soon to come we'll have Steve Dangle. I've been talking back and forth. He's got a busy schedule up there with sports not but uh, stay tuned for that. I'm hoping that'll be uh ready to go soon with uh the biggest you know hockey podcaster in all of Eastern Canada. Love it, love that. Yeah, but uh again, guys, make sure
0: Manscaped 10% off or 20% <laughs> off. She I think it's it. a, I think it's all it's time for us to do some manscaping. If you want to do some manscaping, get to manscaped.com yep. 20% off code TRAINWRECK. Let's go. There's so much coming up. I mean, we've got the Australian Open, Al. You've got some big bets pending there. Well, you know, I didn't want to blow you up, but I mean, I know you're – and by the way, I didn't even get to call you out, Al, from your blatant hedging of your Colorado avalanche by putting the Vegas Golden Knights in that play. But we'll save that for another day. Folks, make sure you're following at Two Goalies, One Mike, at Dwayne S39, and, of course, subscribing on YouTube to stay up to date all things Trainwreck, Al. Actually, 20, one, one last
1: thing. One last thing. I had a buddy who won fifty three thousand dollars on a prop bet Super Bowl ten prop ten prop bets. What got them all? I forget what they're all, but he won fifty three thousand dollars. So, so so he had to go ten
0: for ten on a prop ten for ten on prop bets and got them all. Wow, that's that's insane. That is crazy. I wish I would have pounded the under, but like Maniac said, we are wrapping up. Good night now.